Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome. This is Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun. It's Monday morning. Date is, what the heck month are we in? August 9th. And uh, welcome. It's a wonderful Monday morning. Hope you had a great, great weekend. A little piece from me this weekend, our very first time visiting Del Mar Racetrack. Got to go down there and, and bet on horses. It was my first time at the track. Very, very exciting. And what it made it even more fun was our very first race, we won big. And uh, that paid for the rest of our day. And so it was a lot of fun. If you haven't been down there yet, if you're down in Southern California, it is, uh, it's a pretty incredible time. What was most surprising to me was how inviting the track was to the guests. It was a wonderful experience from a uh, standpoint of a, a consumer, a guest, someone experiencing it for the first time. And it, Felt very welcoming, very inviting. So it was a good, good time. So I'm, I hope you had a great weekend, and I hope this past week you were able to really celebrate. That's what we talked about last week. Talked about celebrating your life, your accomplishments, what you've done for yourself. That you're. We didn't talk about this last week, but you're you're not going to get a parade from anyone else. And if we don't do our own recognizing, our own acknowledging. That stuff may go unchecked. You're working real hard out there. You're working to make change in your life, build your business, create your family, build your family, support your family, whatever it is that you're doing out there. It's important that from time to time you stop and take a look at what you're doing well and really acknowledge yourself for that. What I want to talk about this morning, I want to talk about for this week, and it's been up for me, and I know for a lot of people, and that is around change. And, you know, the moment uh, I even think about it for myself, but oftentimes we think about change, and, and it's something incredibly distasteful. Uh, we don't like change. And I know I certainly don't. And I'll, I'll give you some very real examples for me where I have my own struggles and challenges around change. Obviously, we know change is going to happen. It's a part of our life. It's, it's what goes on every single day. And the more we can normalize change so that we're not so whacked out by it, the better for all of us. And I know that I go through even even the simplest things. Like um, the other day I'm, I'm, I'm calling on something and normally there is information made available to me. And the information was not there where it normally is. And it, it bugged the heck out of me. It meant I had to stop doing what I was doing go find it in another place that I wouldn't normally have to find it in, and I found myself irritated by it. Now, you look at the big picture, obviously, it's a, it's a very small thing, but even in that moment, that slight irritation I was feeling, it was in response to the loss. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. The loss that occurs when there's a change. It was here. It's not here now. Where is it? Damn it, right? So we... 
we struggle with change because there is loss, even when it's positive change. For any of you out there that have quit a bad habit, let's say, and bad I'm using as a relative term, something you decide you're doing, you no longer want to be doing for your sake, for your health, for your sanity, whatever that is. Whenever we have gone through any type of change and left something, even though we're going to something very positive, there is a loss that goes with that. And it doesn't matter what kind of change. If you've got your coffee cup like I do over on the right side of you and suddenly it was moved over to the left side of you, if you're a right-hander and you're used to reaching over there, you go through this period of time where what you once had is no longer there and now you're having to get used to the idea that it's not there any longer. And there's, there's an adjustment period. Even if, even if, again, where we're going to or the change that we're uh, moving toward is better for us. And change, by the way, is just a, just a real basic, is moving from one state to another, not state of California or thing, but a state of being. So let's say, for instance, one of your changes is, and let's go to your business. You're moving from the real small office, or maybe you've been working in your home. Uh, this is a great one. I've got a, a friend that I work with for uh, Custom Corporate Communications. He recently moved into an office. So for any of you, if you've, if you've been working at a home and now you're moving into a real office, you're having some business success, you're able to have a storefront, or you're moving from a very small place to a larger place, you're moving in with someone else where you're able to expand, you're, you're obviously moving on to something bigger and better, which is a good thing. There's no doubt about that. And what incurs at the same time is a loss of something that was familiar, something that was known, even if it was at times not comfortable because it was small and cramped or non-existent. And now that you're moving into this bigger space and, and um, you're able to do more with it, they're still having to let go of and get used to the idea that what was the norm, what there was, is no longer there. And, and there's, a, there's an adjustment period, even though it's all positive. And it really doesn't matter how large or how small the change, we all have an adjustment we've got to go through. And part of the adjustment we're going through is getting used to the loss, the loss of what was that no longer is. And maybe that, that may sound like um, that there isn't real loss, and the reality is there is real loss. When any, when any time we have something that was ours or with us, that was known, that was comfortable, that was the norm and it no longer is, we experience a loss and we experience a bit of a, of a grieving process. And I say a bit because sometimes obviously the grieving process is much smaller. Use the example of my coffee cup, I'm going to get used to more quickly the idea of it no longer being on my right side, being on the left side, making adjustments to that. I'm, I'm going to move through that process much more quickly. The reality is I'm still going to move through that process. I had a great example this week. I was training, and on one of my training days, uh, the company I'm working for, one of, the, one of the training sessions we're holding in a warehouse. And a warehouse has got all kinds of warehouse stuff. Um, the walls are not refined, and there's these gray boxes that have wires and cables and all kinds of stuff going into them. As I'm trying to walk past one of the students, rather than just waiting for them to move, I figured I can squeeze on by here. So as I'm doing that, I had my coat off for a moment, and 
I was trying to trying to squeeze past, and right behind me was this big uh, cable box, and it had sharp corners on it, and it caught my shirt, and my shirt ripped. And what happened in that moment, first of all, just to, to set it up a little bit, it's my favorite blue shirt. Not sure if I can get this shirt anywhere else. It's a royal blue. It's got some nice black threaded, given a nice rich color. Went great with the tie I'm wearing that day. So I'm digging this shirt. Love this shirt. And I get compliments. My wife thinks it's the best color on me. And others say, wow, what a cool blue. And So I'm attached to this thing, right? So, uh, so I rip. And in that moment, in that moment, uh, not unlike with any type of loss going through a grieving process, I was in immediate denial. Immediate, like there's no way I just ripped this shirt. Must have been something else. And I did not even want to look at it. In fact, I was tempted to just put my coat on and ignore it and, and pretend like it never happened, like happens with any real loss that we have. And so what happened was, but I, did, I went to one of the students and I said, would you look at the back of my shirt? Did I just do what I think I did? And he looked and goes, yep, you got a nice rip right there. So, so what I wanted to do was... Um, deny it, deny that it's even happening, and then, of course, I've got to uh, realize that it did. But even then, even then, when we talk about the grieving process, there's a point after when we go through a denial, once we realize that we've, that's really happened, we've actually got the loss, we go through a period of anger. And I did. I got angry. I got angry not at anybody else. This one was at me. It was completely avoidable, didn't have to lose the shirt, didn't have to rip it, um, I could have waited. I could have waited for him to get by. I could have gone around another direction. I didn't have to squeeze in there. So, so I went from denial, realizing it really happened, to some anger. And oftentimes, when there is any type of loss or any type of discomfort or irritation around a change, when there is a loss involved, because remember, change means a loss and a gain. There's a, their anger can be directed at anybody, and, and it doesn't, and by the way, anger is not a bad thing. We've talked about this before. It's a degree of anger. I wasn't heightened anger. I was really irritated at myself for just not having more patience, so I didn't have to rip my shirt. And then what happens is we go through this negotiation stage. And again, um, a grieving process, I've, I've seen people break it down into many, many different stages, and when there's bigger loss, which, if any of you know me and in my life, I have experienced big, big loss, and there's a very real grieving process that goes on that that doesn't happen overnight. It certainly doesn't happen in a short time frame. And even with these smaller losses resulting from some change, uh, we're still going through a very similar process. So then there was a negotiation phase for me, where I began to think, well, maybe the rip wasn't so bad. Maybe this could be fixed. Maybe, 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 you know, and the part of the negotiation for some people is they begin to put out these promises. If I can just get this, I agree to do this, hoping somehow what they're actually hoping to have happen is that we can somehow undo the loss. If I can please get this back and a child is great at this. If a child is um, playing with a toy and we take it away because they've been misbehaving with it, they they use their you know, their little bat to smack someone over the head with it, and we, we take it from them. 
And after they go through the, I can't believe you just taken my bat away from me, and then they go through their own tantrum around not having their bat, then what they will tend to do is shift into a negotiation phase. And that is, if you give me back my bat, I promise not to hit anybody over the head with it, right? And we can choose to stick by our guns or let them have their bat back, whatever. Reality is there's a negotiation period where we're trying to undo the loss, if I can just only. And so I was trying to do that with my shirt also. Maybe it wasn't so bad. And that was really the, the big thing right there is maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe it can be fixed. Maybe I can just always wear a coat with it and never have to lose the blue shirt. All those kind of things. And then, of course, there was that part of me that was also hoping that remembering where I bought the blue shirt, maybe they've got another one like that. That will help lessen the blow of the loss so that it really doesn't have to be a loss other than having to go out and buy another one. So then what happens is once, once we realize that the loss is going to happen, it's permanent, we're not going to be able to negotiate our way out of it, then sets in the real feelings around the loss. And we call this it's depression, but it doesn't necessarily mean a person goes into depression. It means they feel the sadness, they feel the fear, whatever, whatever is behind the loss or behind this change. Remember, we're talking about change, and whenever there's a change, there is a loss incorporated, incorporated with the change. And we go through a period of feeling the feelings until we get to a place where we can finally accept. And um, we'll have resolution. We're, we're okay with a loss. We're willing to accept it. Um, I know for me it helped me to really accept the loss when I realized I could indeed get that same blue shirt. Uh, the same store was the you know, same color the whole bit. Um, come to find out I needed a little bit larger size, though. So um, that's a whole other story. Um, so, so what we've got then is when, whenever you're experiencing any kind of change in your life, personal life, in your business life, you're, you are going to experience a bit of a loss. And this is all part of the deal. And it's part of what makes it difficult for us to accept change so much. Because there is, we're losing something. And what we're, what we're not doing now is we're not focusing on what it is that we're gaining. That's one of the things I really want to talk with you about today, and that is to start reframing change for yourself. Yes, we are losing something as a result of the change. If you change jobs, you went from a place where you knew the people, you were comfortable, even if the next job has got more pay, better responsibilities, more in alignment with what you like to do, there is an adjustment period. If you went from a smaller house to a bigger house, in the bigger house you still put everything in a few cabinets just because it felt comfortable because that's what you were used to when you had the smaller place. And you even try to take some of the same things you had on the walls and put them in the exact same places, hopefully in the walls of the new place so you can bring some familiarity to this thing that's brand new because there is a loss involved. There's a longing to have things be the way that they were. So in your life or in your business, if you're experiencing some change, and gang, I know this economy has brought about all kinds of change. I know with my business, having some wonderful successes right now, and there was a period of time when things were changing a lot. How I was doing my business, who I was doing business with, the types of trainings that we were offering where I had to, I had to offer some different products, different services that were more in alignment with the budgets that were available out there. And, and it was necessary to make the adjustments. Now, I'm telling you, I don't like change any more than anybody else. I want things the way that I want them. And I, I want things to be there. I want to be able to count on them. 
I don't like change. Um, I, and I know that I am, um, I struggle with it myself. And, and when I catch myself, I've got to catch myself and get used to the idea that things are changing. So, so and I'm going to kind of big picture the thing right now. So yes, there are the stages of loss that we go through. And we want to get to a place of acceptance. What we can do is actually even go beyond that, is not just get to a place of acceptance, but get to a place of really, I mean, truly embracing the change. Embracing it in a way that says, you know what, this is going to be great. I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to move forward with this. I'm going to make this truly work for me. And we can do that with change rather than fighting and resisting and resenting. And gang, that causes stress. Stress in the body big time when we're fighting change. And it's going to happen all the time. If any of you have ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Little book. You can read it in about 30 minutes. A little longer if you're like me. I take a little longer to read. Maybe an hour. It's a great, great analogy, a great story, a great parable around we struggle to accept change. And there's two main characters in the book. One just flat out denies that there's a change, a loss, anything. And we imagine he perishes in the story. Because that's what happens. If we don't move along with change, it's going to kill us. We're going to die. We'll become extinct is what he says in the book. And the book is it's a great way of showing what we go through when we're having to go through a change. And we go through fear and we go through sadness and the loss and we go through resistance and yet there's also a part of us that if we can truly embrace it and realize this is the best thing for us, this is the direction we're going to go right now, we can make great things happen with that. So this is the piece I really want you to focus on for yourself this week is to take a look at the areas in your life that are changing, where you have some change going on and you have been resistant. And it's time for you now to stop resisting it, start embracing it, start seeing it and framing it in a good way. Change is happening. There is nothing you and I are going to be able to do to stop it. So when it's happening, if we can learn to take change and move from a place very quickly, and I do mean very quickly, of accepting and embracing and seeing this as opportunity the easier it is, it's going to be for us to be able to move through the change and the more quickly opportunity is truly going to come our way. I do believe that with every change, there is opportunity in there for us. And we're not going to get to the opportunity if we are digging in, pissed off that it ever happened, and fighting to get things back the way they were. The reality is they're not. It has changed. If you've ever been in a relationship that has gone south, it ain't going back. There's no point fighting it. And there's no point reminiscing and going back to the way things were or the fantasy of what it could have been. It's gone. It's time to move on. That may sound a little callous. And I've been there enough times holding on and fighting like hell to not let things go. And the reality is they're gone. So my invitation for you this week is to... First of all, if you have got some loss, some change, something that you're holding on to and you're aware is still bogging you down, you're still caught in the loss, you're in some stage of that grieving process, my invitation to you is do what you can do to move out of that, to move as quickly as you can to 
getting to a place of not only accepting it, but seeing the change as something that is uh, valuable, that is that is going to be better than it ever was before, even if you can't see it right now. We've all heard fake it till you make it. There's a, there's a component in that where we just go, you know what, I don't know where this thing's going, but you know what, I believe it's going to be better than it is right now. I do believe that. So let me embrace this, baby. Let me see what's on the other side of it. I'm never going to know. And by the way, like I said before, I'm going to make it so it takes me longer to get there the more I, I dig in and resist. So what are you still resisting? What are you still holding on to? What changes are going on that you're still grieving over that it's time for you to let go of? And it's about the letting go is about freeing yourself up for the possibilities because we don't know what the possibilities are if we're still stuck in holding on to something else. Also, if you're holding on to something that you need to be letting go of and you need to change and it's dragging you down, it could be a relationship, a job, a career, a uh, a class that you're going to that you cannot stand and it's not serving you and it's not you know, leading to you where you want to go, it's time to let go of that also. And some of you out there, what you're doing, you're thinking, well, I'll let go as soon as I can find a suitable replacement. It doesn't work that way because the replacement you find will be the next thing that's just breathing that you grab onto so you can leave the other boat. doesn't work. you got to dive in the waters of without. you got to dive into the waters of I don't have anymore. you got to let go. We're never going to find you and I what we want out there if we're holding on to something because it's comfortable and known. And anybody who's been in a relationship has probably done this along the way. So... So not only do I want you to take a look at what change you're still struggling to, to get used to and move on with, where do you need to start making some change where you're holding on because you don't want to feel the loss. You don't want to feel the discomfort. You don't want to feel the unknown. It's time to let go. That could be one of those things that's fully holding you back from you getting what you want out there. And that's what life is all about is getting everything we want not from a selfish place, but from a very deserved place. And you're not going to get what you want if you're holding on to something because you don't want to feel the loss or feel without. It is time to move on. It's time to let go. And then finally, what is it that you need to move into? That maybe it's a, it's a change in a direction that you've wanted to. You've either let fear, doubt, uncertainty, the... Um, the having to give something up, whatever that is, that you're letting get in the way of you moving forward with something that could be big and grand for yourself. What's holding you back? And and when are you gonna? When are you finally gonna move forward with? I mean, this is this is kind of a big question too. How many times have I said, or as I say, just about every time, tomorrow's not promised, and there isn't time, and there isn't another better opportunity. There is no time like now, as Anthony Robbins says. So my invitation for you this week is to move on. If you're holding on to something, whether you're going through a change and you're holding on to some resentment, let go of it. Move on. Embrace the change. It's here. Make the best of it. If you've got something you need to be moving on from that's ho that you're holding on to and you know for your own sanity, for your own sake that you need to be moving on, it's time to let go of that so you can move on to what's better and best for you.
And then finally, if there's something you know you want to move toward, you see it out there, you feel it out there, you can sense it, you can taste it, you're just so damn scared because you don't know what it's going to be like. It's time to get bold. It's time to be daring. It's time to take action and do it. Life tomorrow is not promised. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till next year. Start doing it now. If it's something you know you really want, now is the time to go and do that. <sighs> so with that, gang, this week, look at your change. Embrace your change. Move on if it's necessary of letting go of something old so you can let something new. And if you already know what that new thing is, it's time to start going after it. I hope this was of value to you. Glad you joined me this morning. I want you to have a terrific week. I want you to lead your life large. Lead it big. Don't be small. Be bold. Tomorrow is not promised. And now is the time to do whatever you need to do to be able to lead your life big out there with your family, with yourself personally, with your business. Have a great, great week. I will tune in or hopefully you tune in next Monday or whatever time you're, you're waking up to be able to grab this show. This is Rob Braun with Leading Life Large. You can find more information on me at theleadershipsource.com and what I do on the planet. And uh, just have a great, great week. Embrace your change. Let go of what you need to let go of. Go after what you need to go after. Have a beautiful week. Signing off. This is Rob. Bye-bye.